Welcome back, everyone, to the Everyday Discipleship Podcast. I'm excited to introduce our next guest. Um, this is Trish Warren. She is a Florida Conference response coordinator um, for disaster relief, um, which is very interesting. And we're going to talk all about that, uh, especially living in Florida with hurricanes and tropical storms and all kinds of weather um, that we are getting ready to have and preparing for. Um, But before we dive into that, Trish, thank you so much for being with us um, today on the podcast. I want to talk to you first. um, Can you share with us a little bit about you and your story um, and how you found the Methodist Church? Absolutely. So I'm Trish Warren. Um, I found the Methodist Church after being away from church for many years, like probably 20 plus years. Went to church as a child to a Baptist church in Georgia, which was interesting. Um, And so I left the church and didn't return until our second child was born. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was born with disabilities, so I returned to church. I stayed for a few months and left again Mm -hmm. until about eight years ago. So I left for several years again, and then my whole family returned. Uh, We just had some things going on. Life wasn't exactly working as we had hoped, and um, I felt like this is the place we needed to be. And obviously it was, because it seems like our life has fallen back into place where where it should be, and our relationships are stronger, and our faith is stronger. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, So you mentioned that you have um, a child with special needs. Do you feel comfortable sharing a little bit about that and how that experience um, kind of brought you back to um, the faith uh, community? Absolutely. So I have a child who has Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. She is 15. Um, Sweetest little girl, Mm -hmm. but with a little tiny bit of attitude. Um, (laughs) She was born also with a heart defect. Mm -hmm. So when she was born, we just um, had no clue where to go and who to reach out to. Mm -hmm. So doing some research, I saw the connection that First Lakeland has with Noah's Landing or Noah's Ark. I think some people know it as both. Mm -hmm. And that connection is what drew me here. Oh, that's yes. awesome. That's awesome. Yes. And is she involved in um, youth ministry? She is. Youth ministry? Yes, yes. Yes. And she is actively involved in Connect Youth Ministry, and they embrace her and give her the attention that she needs. And I found out last week how outspoken that she is during small groups. So that was good to hear. That's really awesome. That's so awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Now talk to us a little bit about um, your role with the Florida Conference. How did you get engaged um, with that opportunity? When I spent 23 years in the corporate world Mm -hmm. and I left for a year to help care for my dad. My dad had dementia. And so after, you know, towards the end of his life, Hurricane Irma happened. Uh, September mm -hmm. of 2017 and there was an opportunity at the conference to be a case manager Mm -hmm. and so someone reached out to me and said you know what you should try this out I had been involved in submissions uh, with Haiti and so I applied for the position and I got it had no clue how it would change my life but it did um, for the better Mm -hmm. and so that started this journey so I was a case manager and then regional team leader and then when Pam Garrison retired she was the conference disaster response coordinator I applied for her role and that is where I've been now for almost two years 
Awesome. Awesome. Yes. So what does that, tell us about what that entails. So a disaster happens, um, Hurricane Irma happens, something happens. Um, how does the um, disaster relief response team um, through the Florida Conference and the Methodist Church respond to that? We have a call center that we'll set up. Uh, so we recently set one up with Tropical Storm Alex mm -hmm. when it moved through South Florida. And we had some flooding down in the Miami area. So we have been able to deploy ERTs to assist some of the residents down there with the flooding. And then we determine if we want to do long-term recovery or not. So we started a long-term recovery in January of this year after the tornadoes hit Fort Myers and Charlotte County. And we're going to do a two-year recovery for those residents. Mm -hmm. It's um, We're looking at about 100 clients, mm -hmm. most of them mobile home residents. And what we do there is help them either replace their mobile home or repair the damages to their home. And we use donated funds for that and volunteers to help with the repairs to save the cost. Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Wow. So everything that the um, all the resources that the conference are providing um, for those folks is heavily relied upon with volunteers and um, with donated monies and supplies and things like that. Yes. So we also responded to the Surfside. After mm -hmm. the Surfside collapse, we were down there oh, on the mm -hmm. ground within a few days. Mm -hmm. We received $60,000 in donations. Wow. And we had, I think, 240 hours of volunteer service for that response that we did down there. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. So through your eyes, um, what kind of impact does this kind of resource have on the families and communities that um, the conference is responding to in these situations? We had a family approach us during Surfside and or numerous families actually and they said, you know, we had really lost hope and we had lost our faith. But just visiting your table and talking to the volunteers has given us that faith that we needed mm -hmm. again. And we also had during Irma uh, a man who was uh, battling cancer and he was not a religious person. He did not believe in God. And we had a youth group there at his house, and they would pray every morning before they started their work, and they would go in and work on his home, and then they would leave, and they were singing at a church in Bartow, and his wife went to that service, and she came back and told him about it, and then within a few days of them being there, he was outside praying with them, and he accepted God that day. Wow. It was amazing. That is amazing. Yes. That's unbelievable. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just the widespread disaster relief, but also truly changing the lives of just these little moments, these few people, um, you know, to the folks who are um, helping fund these initiatives. To them, it's just, you know, $5, $10 here and there. But to these folks, it's not only meeting the physical need um, and response in a disaster, but also the emotional and spiritual need of those yes. folks as well. It changes their lives and it also changes ours, mm -hmm. those who are there serving them. It's, mm -hmm. it's just a special, special ministry. Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody wants to get involved, um, how can they get involved? So the best way to get involved is just to email me at mm -hmm. pwarren, P-W-A-R-R-E-N, at F-L-U-M-C dot org. 
mm-hmm. and I can connect you to to whatever area. So we have early response teams, and they're the ones that tarp the roofs and uh, remove debris, sort debris, clean out homes, cut out drywall from flooded homes. We have um, volunteers that help at the call center if you don't don't want to or aren't able to do the physical work. So they're answering the calls and hearing the stories and keying them into the computer. But we also do work year-round. So we're working with churches on their church disaster plans to make sure that they have a plan for everything from tornadoes to hurricanes to floods to fires to active shooters. Mm-hmm. And also mm-hmm. making sure that our conference is prepared, that we have our disaster plan. And so there are there are so many opportunities, not just here in Lakeland to volunteer, but throughout the entire conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk to us a little bit um, with your expertise. We're getting ready to go into hurricane season. It's hurricane season now. We had a little storm um, that has come up already. So what are some things that um, our congregation and our listeners can do to help prepare their homes for um, hurricane season? So the National Hurricane Center, like the past few years, are predicting a a stronger than normal hurricane season. Mm -hmm. Uh, Day two of hurricane season, and we already have a tropical storm. So we know that this is um, possibly going to be a challenging year for us. And I always wonder, is this the year that Florida gets Mm -hmm. hit? Um, Because we have been spared the past few years. Mm -hmm. Always have a hit on hand. So non-perishable foods, a a whistle so that you can... Mm -hmm alert a family member if you need help and you all have been separated, flashlights, uh, trash bags so that you can, if things start flooding, you can start securing some of those items, Um, making sure that your driver's license is secured, your passport, uh, birth certificate, all those important documents are secured, and then also helping your neighbor to make sure that they have all those things. Or, for example, our community has a partnership with a neighborhood and making sure that that, the people in that community have the resources that they need to be prepared. What resources can folks go to if they want uh, more information on disaster preparedness? Ready.org is the best place to go because it has a list of everything that you would need and that your pets would need. And then also it has a plan. So making sure that you have a plan for your house on what you're going to do in the event of a disaster and communicating that plan to your children and to your spouse so that everyone is on the same page. Because there may be a time, I have a teenage daughter, where she is not home for whatever reason Mm -hmm. and she needs to know what our plan is. Absolutely. And we'll post that in the show notes as well um, so that everybody can have access to that resource. Um, My last question I want to ask you, um, this podcast is called Everyday Discipleship. Um, So what does everyday discipleship mean to you? I think for me, it's just all about kindness and making sure that we are being kind, whether it's um, through work and, and serving those who have been affected by disaster or just at the grocery store or at a meeting and making sure that we're just sharing that love and that kindness with everyone. Well, thank you so much, Trish, for 
taking the time to share your story with us um, and to share um, some really important information for all of us as we go into this hurricane season um, and helping us be more prepared, but also sharing with us about the Florida Conference and the resources that they provide for communities who are dealing with a disaster and the disaster response um, that they provide. I think that's really, really important information. Thank um, you. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me.